For the longest time, I've talked about, well, to those close to me anyway, I've uh, recounted this uh, conversation I had uh, way back when, um, in the beginning of my, you know, my young, you know, young professional career, you know, just going up the business ranks and, you know, starting from the ground up, starting from the bottom and just slimely, like, you know, just calmly climbing the ranks, you know. And at a certain point, I had gotten under the wing of uh, one of basically one of the um, senior and most prominent, you know, directors in the firm, in the company. Um, so he taking me under his wing. I learned a lot from him, like, you know, both in business and how to learn handle management and teams. And, you know, he's basically one of the, one of the senior most people, as in, like, you know, the typical proverbial, he knows well, the bodies are buried. He knows all the keys. He knows all the skeletons and everything. So it's all about a lot of work put into trust and, you know, just, you know, taking, taking the time, you know, talk to me and teach me things. So I was very patient in asking him questions and learning things. And the story goes um, at one point where um, we were basically two managers, right? The second manager had come in, give or take maybe, say, let's, let's give or take six months, you know? I had been with the company well over, you know, eight years up to that point. And this other manager just came in, like, again, six, six months uh, earlier. So slowly but surely, you know, they give that person a lot more responsibility. They start sectioning out, you know, my responsibilities and they're like, okay, you do this and you do this. All right. So, um, at one point, just fast forwarding, um, he sat me down, my mentor, uh, he sat me down and he said like, you know what, um, just letting you know that, um, I'll be, you know, you know, assigning all major files to, uh, X, not to name names to um to um other manager and uh i just need you to handle like you know the day-to-day operations you know what so um and i'm like oh okay okay um so and he he was like uh while you're here it's very important that you know you understand that um it's not that i don't trust you it's just that you know everybody knows you as you know as you know the nice guy the big brother you know you're very you're very um embracing and you're all about you know you know gathering people and putting people together and creating the synergies i can rely on you for that you know the team building aspect can rely on you um like okay so i'm hearing that there's something i don't do yeah it's just that i don't trust you i'm not really sure that as of yet i can trust you with the keys to the castle you know um that's the those were the basic words for it and the second thing he put forward was like you're not shark enough like shark enough like yeah sometimes i need you to lay down the law and i'm still not sure that you can do that you know because everybody trusts you you know you've worked you've been here quite a long time so everybody knows you so a lot of people bank on that and i say this guys in retrospect because this story has stayed with me for a really long time and i carried it with a lot of frustration a lot of regret um a lot of um resentment feeling that it was unjustified but this was still a person I really, really trusted. And um, I definitely, at some point, tried to reason with myself, even after leaving the company, because I eventually did, um, that stayed with me. And I'm like, he's a smart guy, so he wouldn't tell me this. And he took me under this wing for a really long time, so he would not tell me this. First of all, you know, not give me the trust that I thought I was owed. And second you know, tell me something that I took personally took in a rather, you know, 
very damaging way because it really did hurt me. It really hurt my feelings. Um, but again, you know, the entire aspect of business is not about feelings thing is for another day. But I took a while to think about it. And I came away with two very important lessons that have helped me in future chapters of my life, even to this day. And I'm going to get into that right now. Lesson number one, um, there are different types of leadership. And sometimes you need to understand that maybe you're not the right leader in this particular leadership environment for this particular team. There are different types of leadership. And I was not the appropriate leader that the team needed. All right. I did get the comment from employees after I left the company who had, you know, stayed in contact with me on a personal through personal channels. And were like, dude, we miss you so much. Like, man, like, you know, like we, we still got stuff done. And, you know, what with you, we still got stuff done, but you're always there for us. You know, you've been to the battle with us and, you know, you've been through the trenches. So, you know how things work is like ever since you left, things were just like so square and just like so cold and everything. At least you had the human touch. You know how we would go to the bat for you. And I got this from a lot of people. And I'm not just saying that, guys. And it was really touching. I'm like, guys, I'm sorry. Like, you know. You're going to have to deal with it. Like, you know, there's the one, that's the person that they nominated. So I'm guessing that that person does the job that they needed. And it, lo and behold, parallel to that, yes, you know, the person was doing the job that was expected. So you have to respect that. You have to respect the fact that maybe you're not the right player in that position that the team needs at that particular time. No matter how much of a performance or how much longevity you've had with a particular environment, you still have to have the humility and the respect to understand that maybe management has another plan in mind than your own and that maybe it's not your position to fill and maybe, yeah, you're not the right person and it's okay. It's about, you know, knowing what you are, what your values are, what type of character, what type of leadership, what type of, you know, profile you have as a leader, and maybe understanding that you're not the type of leader that, you know, the situation needs. And I had to learn to accept that. And I realized that, that, you know, that's probably what he meant. You know, uh, you're not sharp enough because I need you to lay down the law. And in that, in hindsight of that, I realized that he was right because back in those days, I was, yes, very much of a collaborative, you know, very much of a kumbaya type leader. You know what, guys, we're going to make this happen. It's going to be okay. You know what? It's like, okay, you know, you're late. You know, we'll make it happen. You know, you're late. It's okay. It's okay. For me, there was a lot of it's okay. And with my kindness and my collaboration and my putting my neck out for my employees, a lot of situations where just saying no or just being a little bit more firm or a little bit more stern or just a little bit more of an asshole, I probably could have benefited from it as a leader, which would probably have convinced him that I was the right person for the job. Okay, that was a very important lesson, both humility and learning from your mistakes, learning that maybe the profile, you don't fit the profile. And if you want to fit the profile, you're going to have to make some adjustments to your own personal code, you know, your own personal mainframe to understand that you know you need to rewrite your own rules and be able to fit the mold and if you don't you also need to accept that and step back step aside for the person that can actually do the job now second and this totally flew by me and this one really totally flew by me because um yet again 
you're so focused on your own navel, right? You're so focused on how hurt you are about not getting the promotion, about not getting the opportunity, about not getting something that, again, you thought you were old because, again, guys, I've been with the company close to 10 years, and I was always there. I was always working all the shifts. I've been to all departments. I did sales. I did technical support. I did customer service. I did retention. I did basically everything in the company. So I basically, like, my face was my passport. I had, I had you know, relationships with everybody in the company. So when I left, it was kind of a big hole. But going back to that meeting, again, about, you know, not getting the position and, again, sitting across from my mentor, someone I trust and, and looked up to, telling me that, you know, I can't give you the keys to the castle, you know, for whatever reason. The very simple matter of the fact is, did I let him know that I wanted the job? You know, being stuck on the first aspect of the fact that, you know, I needed to change your mindset, change your attitude. But in the process of being here and being under his wing, you know, did I verbalize, did I factually tell him, like, listen, down the road, this mentorship that you're giving me down the road, just so you know, this is how I'm going to stand up to the plate and let you know that when you're ready for, you know, passing me the torch, you have to give it to me for these reasons. I'm going to be ready. I did not let him know factually and on point that I wanted the job. That happens a lot in companies. Some people are there for 30 years. They don't want to go any higher than what they are. They're just there in their comfort zone and they're fine with it. That's why some people come in, you know, maybe like, you know, six months in, you know, those people. It's like, okay, they just walk through the door. They just got hired. And you're like, you know what? I'm going to have the marketing sales director job. I'm going to have the, you know, technical advisor job. They're already, they, they really, they have not yet paid their dues, but they're telling everybody and their grandmother how they're going to climb the ladder. And you're like, what's your problem, youngin? But at least they verbalized it. So at some point, they sowed the seeds into everybody else's psyche that, you know what? Lo and behold, he might fall flat on his face, but you know what? Maybe he might surprise us a year or two from now that we might be able to call on him if we need him, you know, for an additional task or for an additional role. Back in that day, in that time, at that meeting, I did not say, you know what? This comes as a surprise because I thought that we had mentioned that, you know, I was being groomed to take over after you. I did not say that. And that's why in my mindset, I also believe that that also did not help me into getting that additional opportunity. So all this to say back to today, how have I changed? Significantly. First of all, I recognize that I'm still a very nice guy, both with clients or with colleagues or what have you. But also... And this is very important. You teach people how to treat you, right? So if people know clients or colleagues or bosses or spouses or friends or whatever, you have to let people know right out the gate what your stands are about. I have a reputation of being one of the most dependable, collaborative. I will go to the mat for you. I will help you. We will get this done. But do not in any way think that I am your doormat. I am not lesser than you. We are colleagues. We are collaborators. I am not listening to you. We are in this together, but do not abuse me or my time or my kindness. In that sense, I've made myself very clear and very vocal. All right. Quick example. Not too long ago, weeknight around 9 p.m., watching cartoons with my kids, I get a text from one of the sales reps on my job. And we're talking sales reps like really high up, really high high sales marks, like the dude that makes stuff happen, like really, really big sales. And he texts me, he's like, okay, about this email he got from a client, right? So our 
departments are intertwined. So he obviously needs me to handle this file or, you know, figure out this problem for him. And I'm like, you know what? In a letter life, I would have just jumped on it. It's like, yeah, okay, um, let me go check my email and I'll get back to you. Like, no, I texted him right back because you know what? There are standards. This is my personal time. And you having my phone number, my direct line, does not enable or basically authorize you to have unlimited access to my kindness. So I just texted him back. I'm like, listen, it's nine o'clock at night. I'm home. This is my personal time. There is no action I can take right now that will in any way move the situation forward between you and your client. Let's keep the job at the job. This is my personal time. Please don't do this again. And the next day I followed up on it, I went to his boss and I told him, this is what happened last night. I'm not going to stop serving him. I'm just cool. I am very direct. I'm t I love him to death. We will continue to work as efficiently as we have, but I refuse for this to happen again. Are we clear? And the boss was just like, Ori, not a problem. I got you. No problem. Don't worry about it. I got you. It's okay. And it's fine. It's been fine. So that is a very dramatic change that you need to make happen, guys, because you, you teach people how to treat you. Again, in business relationships, in friendships, and you know, relation in intimate relationships, you teach people how to treat you. You need to be able to put forth your minimum acceptable standard. You will not be bothered on your personal time. You will not take emails from home. You're not going to go. You know, you will not be spoken to in a certain way. There are situations where you have to accept accept that you need to bend, but there are situations where you will not be flexible in any way. So that was my first change. The second change. I've also very much been open about my personal expectations, whether in personal relationships, in friendships, or business relationships. My boss knows that I have a vision, I have ambition, and they should definitely reach out to me, you know, for other positions or other opportunities, whether they think I'm appropriate or not. But, you know, at least I should be able to be considered for a position because I'm curious and I've definitely shown the multidisciplinary aspects of my efficiency within you know a particular environment we're just talking about the job but this can be exponentialized right so i just wanted to say that guys perspective is everything um learn to be flexible verbalize your intentions be very clear about what you want and mistakes are part of life that was my mistake but you learn from it you know we're all in this together that circumstance happened and never spit on any occurrences that happen on the path of life. Your journey is your journey and make it a good one. Make it an awesome one. Stay awesome.